BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, welcome to BeastNet tonight. You got Brother Boggs talking with Victor Carrillo from Machete Madness. Yeah. Um, hey Victor, you were on the show a couple of years ago. For the listeners who don't, uh, who haven't listened to that episode or that they don't know Machete, um, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, man. Uh, and uh, again, thanks for having me, and um, especially you guys from from your from your team. Uh, Seattle is a very special place for for myself and and my team, uh, and that's how we ended up over there a couple of times a few years back, and. Um, and we're hoping to go back for sure. So as far as uh, me, uh, my name is again Victor Carrillo. Uh, most people know me as Machete, or you know, or just Machete Madness uh, as, as a whole, right? As a group. And um, for those that never, I mean, you you'll see a lot of us as far as just like like you know your group. You see them all over the the obstacle race world or around the races. With that, you'll see a lot of people you know wearing their Machete Madness stuff. Uh, but people always wonder. Or not everybody knows like how we we got started. And I would say we, because I mean it was me, as far as like you know personally and who who started uh, like the events. But um, it always takes like like you know as a team it takes a, a village <laughs> for things to be done, right? But for for me it was uh, just like many many people out there. Um, they they find themselves in life uh, sometimes at a you know, dark moments in their lives or places where they, they you know, they, they don't, they didn't want to be there. But for myself, um, you know, it's a long story. I could probably write a book about it, but essentially, you know, I, I was, um, I wasn't doing much besides in as far as fitness wise, I was not exercising. I was not taking care of myself. I got as big as uh, 230 pounds. And, um, and obviously I wasn't happy. It was not, it's not just the physical aspect of it, but mentally, if you could, you know, see my before picture, um, you know, how out of shape I was, if you were to see how I felt or on the mental level or, or just an emotional roller coaster, and I was pretty much a mess at that time. <laughs> so <clears throat> like many of us, uh, we found an outlet in fitness and that's kind of how, um, you know, just for myself, I started, um, you know, uh, getting, you know, eating better, getting in better shape. And, and, and it was not just a matter of fact of like, you know, being lazy and I wanted to do, but, um, uh, I used to share a lot of this stuff on, on Facebook live. I was pretty open about my stuff. So in particular for me, it had to do with, um, you know, it was not officially a marriage, but I was with my kid's mother for 13 years. So when that ended, uh, pretty much it really changed my life in many ways. And obviously when you have kids, it changes their lives in, in other ways. So all of that is like a perfect storm, you know, got out of shape, that stuff happening. So I would just, I didn't find much joy besides obviously my kids. I didn't find much joy in, in life, I will say. So, you know, uh, Fortunately, there's there's a lot of um, uh, groups out there that uh, that their 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 mission is to to like Spartan says to get people off, off the couch and into a more uh, active lifestyle. And for me, uh, it was a group out of uh, Redondo Beach uh, through actually Herbalife. They used to have um, basically like open free workouts, and they'll encourage people to bring in. And obviously, they they promote like you know changing your eating habits and and obviously their supplements too and things like that. 
what what for me was, and I always tell people, it's not so much what particular community you're you're part of it, whether it's Tough Mudder, whether it's um, Spartan Race, where, whether it's BCLCR, whether it's us, Machete Manage, it's really uh, the group. It's not so much like the names or, or whatnot, but it's like the, the feeling of a, of a family, I guess, that you could say. And that's what I needed at that time. So when I started, you know, hanging out with them, working out, um, I really just, you know, I was been a pretty driven person, whether it's in, in my career or anything that I set my mind. But sometimes, you know, you got to hit um, rock bottom to to pick yourself up again. And and again, and I can, we, took, we could talk for days, but just to give you a background of kind of like that's where I was, then OCR and then and that particular group came into my life. And I started and I went and did my first race in uh, in Temecula and I think we're going back to um two thousand thirteen or two thousand fourteen and um time time flies when you're having fun, right? So but I think it was around that time but uh, it wasn't uh, Temecula. Uh, I didn't know much about it. I was just told by that particular um group to hey, let's go to this barn race and I didn't know much about it. All I did is look at the video on YouTube and look, oh, they're climbing some ropes, they're running around, <laughs> so it looks cool, mud, right? So and and that's what I I tell people. And you yourself, you probably encounter this where a lot of people they see you guys doing your thing and they're kind of like curious, but they're like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll look into it. And and my attitude, and um, hopefully I don't curse too much, but my attitude is kind of like, man, stop making excuses. You know, you don't have to know every single detail about that. If you if it looks like something that a, a group of people people are into it and it looks like they're happy and positive and they're getting fit. You don't have to know, like I said, every detail. You don't have to be in the best shape of your life to do one, right? A race or whether it's a trail race, a Spartan race, or whatever event. Um, so, yeah, I ended up doing my first Spartan race. And throughout the the process of, you know, like everyone else getting their first trifecta and all of that, I don't know, I became in some ways like obsessed with it. Um, started doing a lot of them and um, ended up uh, <laughs> even doing a – a trifecta one day in Ohio, ended up doing some ultra beast. Uh, it just kind of like took over. I, I guess it kind of woke up um, what I always known I was as far as like someone being determined and and just you know the drive to do to take it to the next level. You know, so if the spring was hard, then you move up to the the super and then so on, right? And mainly it was just for myself, but then through social media, which um, a lot of times people. Um, they will say negative things like saying, oh, Facebook, you know, it's just drama and things like that. And I always tell people that it's not so much the the, the social media outlet that is the drama. It's probably who you have in your life and what you bring around. If if you grab my my phone and you look through my Facebook, my entire news feed or, or my Instagram is all you see is honestly motivating people, man. You see people just in the fitness world and everything that we do. So little by little started catching on as far as people seeing what I was doing um, it, obviously, it's pretty obvious when you will see when I started what I looked like as far as just that physical aspect. And people gravitated to, to the drive to change, right, to, to become better. And um, until one day, you know, people, um, after many comments, many messages of saying, oh, let me know when you go next time. I just, I remember exactly what I said. I said straight out in a post, I said, for all you, you know, mother efforts <laughs> and when i say things like that you know i think people know me by now i never mean to offend anyone but sometimes it's just my way of like just being straightforward so it was more like all right for all of you that have been saying this and that no excuses show up uh at the beach in redondo beach on uh, 5 a.m this saturday 
Um, I thought some people would show up, but to my surprise, um, I think we had about 50 people, man. So that was just that alone. I was like, wow. And my idea, I have no specific plan <clears throat> as far as what we were going to do. And when I say we, it was really just me <laughs> and whoever showed up. But but then I thought about it. Um, you know, I'm just going to do what I normally do is, you know, do things in, in the water as far as like whether it's push-ups, squats, burpees, go in the, in the water, in the ocean, come back out, you know, in the cold water, and then go hit up some um, some trails and stuff like that. So I had these people out there for like seven hours, man. <laughs> and mind you, there was no um, – there was nothing really provided as far as what we were going to do, but my thing, it was going to be how how long to people start complaining or, or basically say they had enough. And seven hours in, everybody, yeah, they were, it was tough, but everybody was still in it. So at that point, you know, I gathered everyone and I said, wow, like, you guys motivate me. Like, you know, this is just like a spontaneous, you know, workout thing where we got together. And from there on, man, it just became, now we're talking about five years later, uh, we started just going from San Diego to San Francisco. We ended up in Seattle, Vegas, in many places, just hosting our uh, Machete Madness. And that's kind of how the name came about from that one particular um, uh, workout. Uh, when we were doing the stuff, people already knew me by the name Machete, right? And one of the guys, one of my friends, Steve, Steve Martin, um, who actually just, you know, this year he was training for an Ironman, half Ironman along with me, and he just completed his, and I just did mine in October. So him, he's a good friend of mine. He he just made a comment. He says, this is this is madness, <laughs> like what we were doing that day. So that's basically how the name Machete Madness became, because it was this madness, Machete Madness. So, so like I said, I, honestly, I don't even know how many events we hosted now, and we went from doing those four-hour events where basically it will be something similar to what you will find at, um, I say, uh, a hurricane heat. It's just basically team-based, but there's never really in my events uh, like a cutoff times or or my, my my idea is always more of a team concept, but where I found it more challenging as a, as a, as a coach, as a team leader, to grab a group of people and get them through, uh, whether, whether it's four hours or 12 hours, to get them all to finish as opposed to, you know, making it so hard, so heavy, or so difficult that people are just going to start quitting. I found that it is harder and, for me, more rewarding to see a group of people pull together and get to the finish line, everybody, not not start doing things over people. Are, and that's just my my thing, right? So um, from there, you know, we, we, we even at my own house, like uh, this, uh, at my old house and my current house, I built the obstacle course, basically, and that's what we call a, a machete, machete lab. And we, you know, try to help people with the obstacles. From there, we ended up with uh, trail races, which is one of um, um, our one of my favorite events. Um, got into the trail race community too. Um, personally, I'm doing a 50 miler this Saturday. And somehow, I ended up with that, doing that. So it's just um, just so much information, man. So I, so I'll let you see if you have any specific questions. But I could talk for days, as you can can hear me, you know, just blather on. But again, the, the idea besides this is that it just starts from one person making a change in their personal life. And obviously through social media, you put it out there and hopefully some people will get motivated. And I would say even if one person, like you're speaking of, let's say a video, a post, a picture, even if one person, it makes them think like, you know what, it's time for me to you know get back to this or it's time for me to make a change. 
just one person. That's that's all we ask. And honestly, it's been hundreds, if not thousands, of people that I know. Not just me, but everybody associated with Machete Madness, and that's including your group, have impacted others in in to changing their lives for better. You know. Yeah, it's it's funny that you kind of talked about that. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I started doing just a workout weekly meetup walks with Pretty Mike and Hammer, the other two hosts, and. Mm-hmm. And they started talking about it on the show. And here, I don't know, probably a month or two ago, we were we were all talking and, and they're like, Well, why don't you just invite the listeners? So I put it out there and and the way I look at it is, you know, if people show up, great. If they don't, I'm still out here to work out and better myself. And, you know, there's there's been a couple of weeks where I'm out there by myself and you know, like last week there was two people that had never showed up before and they were out with me and you know sometimes the hosts and some other people will come but it's it's different people every time and you know i'm not i'm not out telling them how to exercise or anything i just want to see them off the couch and that's uh it's really great listening to you talk about that uh this sunday i've got my first uh organized workout um for a beast workout day and uh and it's the first one that I've organized, and you know I've got 50 people say they're coming. You know we'll see who shows up. It's supposed to snow, so so I think it's a, nice. more of an opportunity. We can work on our our cold weather training, but you know some other people think the snow's crazy, so they don't want to come down here. Do you like the Beast Net? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at Beast Pod. It's crazy to hear you say this right now because it, it, it seriously, I'm not even. And one thing that Adam and those up, up in from your group that know me and people that got to know me over the years will know is that I don't BS, man. Like the things I say for sometimes for good or bad, I guess, whatever. Um, I mean, everything I say. And it's like right now when I hear you speaking of like, you know, the, for this, what your plans for this weekend was going on, it almost seriously gives me chills because it's like, man, I get a lot of people that will ask me, like, well, how did you start your events? Or, I want to start something like that. And I have never looked at it from, a, even from local people, because there's been a lot of people that actually were part of my, my group that kind of started doing their own things. And yes, you know, at times, you know, um, sometimes when people, even when people are duplicating what you're doing, you know, that the human nature, unfortunately, sometimes it, does, it can come from like a, a place of like, hey, what's going on? Kind of like they, like if they were taking something from you, but but they're not. And quickly, what, what I liked about, you know, what the sport and what my events have done for me is that have they mold me into the person who I am now? Cause things like that, I don't see them as negative cause they're not negative. It's just positive. So if you get people emulating or duplicating the good things that you're doing, that's freaking awesome. But when they ask me things like that, I tell them that just like you just, it's like, it's almost like if you would have asked me, you provided the answer already. And I tell people, look, you start doing it for yourself. Those that will follow will follow those that will, you don't have to, be on top of people and tell them and do this, do that. And even to this day, man, from all the people that knows me and, and I, in SoCal, we, you know, there's a ton of people. It's, it's so crazy, man, that that uh, even our brand, like Machete Madness, when I was doing my half Ironman this past year in Arizona, like two people that were doing 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 the Ironman too, they recognized me and they were like, what, Machete, you're into this too? So it, as much as like, we're pretty visual and a lot of people know us. There's many times that I do put things out there sometimes like, hey, nothing formal, but I'm like, I'm going to be at the lake if you want to get in some miles or whatever. But my mentality has always been, even that day when the first ever, like the, when I told you 50 people showed up, 
even if no one would have showed up, it would not have changed what I was doing. I mean, it was never the intention to start something organized like, like my stuff now, a business or nothing like that. But I always had the mentality that whether it's just me or the one, pe- one person that shows up, that's fine. I'm still going to get mine. That's the way I see it as far as the fitness, you know. And and that's just the way it is. It's not easy, especially like once you start, like let's say, doing you know, events, and, and you guys know, you know, through your strengths, through your own groups, it takes so much work that unless you've been, you know, a part of like a group or part of um, trying to do an event, that people don't understand the amount of work that goes into this, even this, and I appreciate you asking me to come back on the show because I know, like you, we were speaking a little earlier, you know, we all have busy lives. We have, you know, jobs. We have families. We got things. And so even right now, you know, I had just come home, you know, I actually – Got a little earlier from my meeting, took my son out to just spend some quality time with my oldest son. And to be honest, I kind of for a second, I was like, oh, my, I kind of forgot about the whole thing. So it's very easy to say, oh, hey, man, like something came up. Uh, let's just reschedule. That's easy to do, man. But that's not what well, is. That's not who I am. And that's not what we try to tell people. One thing that I'm that Machete Man is not just about the events, but to me is what it stands for. And what I what I think I'm showing to my kids and other people as far as accountability, uh, commitment to each other, and that's where where I feel like if you're part of like certain uh, communities, you you're set to 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 succeed, not to fail, and that comes from the accountability from people. You know what I mean? So what you're doing in your plans for this weekend, man, that that honestly pumps me up and it motivates me. It's very easy again, life and challenges and that we have to kind of get into something. And you see that all the time. And you see all the people that get into to anything, uh, whether it's trail running, spawn races, or, or they come into your group and next thing you know, you don't see them again. And you just mentioned some people you see them one day, sometimes somebody else, but you just keep moving along. And those that will will stick around. And those that don't, then you wish them the best and you carry on. So you focus on those that want the, the help of the community, right? So pretty, pretty cool to hear that, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny because, you know, the, the Beasts OCR, we've got 2,300 members. And one Jeez. of the things uh, this year we're doing Beasts Race Local is what it's called, or, uh, mm-hmm. or Support Local Races, Beasts Support Local Races. So you sign up for these events and you go to the Beasts Challenge website at www dot b e a s t s c h a l l e n g e dot com beastschallenge dot com and then you go out and you race six local races and when you're done racing these races you log your proof that you did the race on the website or on the Apple iOS application and then you get this cool patch in the mail with a little verified pin that shows that you actually completed this every time i've talked to to anybody in the group about it i want to see 20 percent of the beasts get it because two years ago we did this same one and i think it was less than a dozen people got the patch and two years ago we still had over a thousand members so this year i've been i've been interviewing all of the ambassadors over um, because we have ambassadors out in the field and I'm challenging them to get more people involved. And I've taken pretty much the entire month of January and and focused it on race local interviews. 
So we've got uh, a lot of different people from local races coming on. We have uh, Kuel Cha from uh, Three Elements. I'm, I'm sure you probably have met him at some point in your life. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, you know, he's hosting uh, what they call the Sagita series. It's a whole endurance racing event where you have to go to certain races to qualify for it and stuff like that. And, you know, I've, I've got him and Swanson Grit and uh, Allison Ty from Grit Farm OCR up in Canada. Nice. All these different locals that we want to get, you know, we, we're not saying at any point don't go race Spartan. We're just saying, mm-hmm. don't forget about the little guys because the the other guys that are running these local events, these are the ones that if they don't get our support now, they may not be here in in five years. And we've seen a lot of races come and go and some really good ones come and go. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, Plus, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. It's, it's so crazy that you're talking about this because um, I've been... See, I'm not the one to... Um, you know, I go on social media a lot, and like I said, I used to do a lot more uh, live videos and stuff like that, and people really tune in, and people really see the stuff that we're doing. But one of the things that I never really like, I don't like to complain, man. I don't like to to also, I wouldn't even say, like, beg people for things, but uh, I guess just I always felt a little odd about that situation. But um, I've been, you know, I personally, I mean, I have a sparring tattoo in my chest, man, like, because for me, it was not... Sparring didn't get me starting to like the fitness. Like I said, it was my group from Redondo through Herbalife stuff. But sparring race really was like, um, it's like what continued the fire, right? But so obviously the community has a big place in my heart, and that's why I have it on my chest. So I would never never sit there in public or talk bad about it. But in on the business side, um, there's been many people that have they've been a little sour with, with spawn race, but that's cause you know, it's a big, big corporation. And there's a lot of things that bottom line is not, they're so big that sometimes you, you know, you see Joe, the scene out there, but honestly, I mean, it's not just him. There's a lot of people behind the scenes and, and sometimes he loses his touches from what is supposed to be. Right. And, but me, man, I'm still all, I'm still doing a lot more spawn race this year, but what you're saying right now, man, I've been saying it for, you know, through other local leaders that have, um, you know, things like the Weepo Army, we have the Sisu, uh, Team Sisu. Those are personal friends of mine that I met through the community, but I do see how hard they work to promote the, the things that they got going on. And I also see how much, like, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share with you, and hopefully, <laughs> I don't know offend anyone out there, but I always say, I don't give a damn, man, because it's like, I speak the truth, man. But I have several occasions where I get people that will basically say, you know, do you have discount codes? Do you, can you give me a discount code on this? And a few people, not one, but a few people, man, have literally have said, you know, we're trying to save up our money for two so we could do more uh, spawn races on the road. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, like, are you serious? Like, you're basically asking in me, little me. And, and when I say little me, it means like, man, we, we got a ton of people. Honestly, I don't even have a number as far as, like, how many people. When I look at, like, email participations, we are over 2,000 people, different people that actually have done, signed up and done our events from all over the place. 
But when I say little, we can't compare, you know, what, what I'm doing and who I am to obviously tough mother, spawn race. But but it really like it kind of throws me off and not upsetting me, but it's kind of like to your point exactly. Like you gotta support the local races, the local people, because nobody's <laughs> nobody's getting rich out of this stuff, man. It truly comes from um, from from the motivation to to get all the people to feel what you feel. To, to, to get into a better place in your life that comes from being in better shape and better health to having positive people. And that's what I tell people, man. One thing that I found out through through doing these events where there's a, now the Iron the Triathlon community, the, the trail race, I, I've got my feet in everywhere, man. And it's that they all have the same common thing is that it's people that found sometimes through some hardships in life found this as an outlet to get in better health. And that's important for us, whether you have kids or you don't, or just for yourself, just so you could, you know, give yourself a better chance to, to have a, not just survival, you know, and getting through the emotions, but feeling strong and being able to do anything you have to do. So, uh, man, uh, I, I'm glad that we we're talking, but that's a big thing. You can't, it's hard to get people to really see what we're talking about, but, but that's the same thing. Like if, if you, if you think, like and and that's one thing that is just crazy when it comes to, for example, the events. You know, our first events for a year, all of our events were free. Everything that meant that we were going out to uh, Fresno, San Francisco. We were going out to all these places. You know, paying for stay, paying for gas, paying for everything, and we weren't charging anything. And and that's one thing that I do tell people: it's awesome. Yeah, if you want to give back, but at one point your time is valuable so you and sometimes people don't appreciate free you know sometimes people don't don't really see the sacrifices that you're making so now when you're you know you run an event and you're you're bringing you're putting medals together t-shirts all of that stuff takes time to get a good price and you have to order ahead of time and people are notorious for signing up you know to the last minute so it's, it's definitely a tough thing, and it's not for the money because obviously it's not, we're not getting rich out of this stuff. But whenever you see that, you know, someone someone's willing to go pay, you know, two hundred dollars for for a race, a two hour race, and and again, I, we know obviously who we're talking about. But when you complain of paying, you know, seventy dollars, eighty dollars for like, for example, my event, the twelve hour event. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and I put my heart and soul and along with my coaches to what we do. So I think that concept and what you guys are doing, the incentive and things to support local races, man, that's, that's freaking awesome. Because like you said, you, you might have some of those big uh, events stick around. But even those, you know, what what, what happened to Battlefrog? Battlefrog was awesome, man. I, I did Battlefrog, and I really liked their concepts, and they're gone. You see, um, I don't even know if Warrior Dash, they might still be around, but... Uh, Warrior in the West Coast. Warrior uh, went bankrupt, and uh, Spartan bought the rights and the warehouse. And uh, now you're seeing that you're seeing that with Tough Mudder too. That's that's really uh, when we when we were talking at some of the Beast Leadership conversations. You know, mm-hmm. the the thing is, is if we had a race called Inferno Race down around Portland, and and some other mm-hmm. ones. But you look at what's going on with Tough Mudder. You look at what happened with with uh, Warrior Dash, and you look at these big national brands, and and even you look at cool events. Cool events. Uh, sometimes you wonder how they're doing because you know they're putting on all those different races that are all free registration, and they make it up on the fees on the back end. But you know they they all seem to be running into the fact that 
they're not actually profitable in a lot of those businesses. I mean, that's the, the thing with Tough Mudder right now is they're in their international holdings are all in uh, in bankruptcy right now through a forced uh, debtor. So I mean, that's it's horrible yeah, to think about that. But you know, it's, talking it's not, with, it's not a good thing. Then yeah, yeah, talking with with race directors or event coordinators like yourself. You know, you guys, everyone I've talked to, none of them, it's been about making big profits. In most cases, mm-hmm. that's that $70 that you're charging, that is just enough to break even. And that was literally the conversation that we had uh, yesterday, the day before, talking with uh, with Grit Farm Fitness and Grit Farm OCR, is, you know, their hope when they host an event is to not be out too much money. They don't even know if they're going to break even. They're doing it because they love the sport and they love the community. And, and that goes back to your, your point. It's like, and I don't know what it's going, what it takes, or what it's going to take, or how how we we go about that. So, but a hundred percent when it comes for the sport. And I was referencing earlier too to like uh, mixed martial arts when you have that UFC and you have Bellator and at one point UFC but uh, Pride. Even for the fighters, it doesn't do them good when you only have one shop. <laughs> you know, it doesn't do them well because, you know, and just for the overall health of um, any industry competition, having different groups is really is good for business. And, and, and 100%, man, there's been, I tell people, there's so many events, a lot of events, where I don't even break even, man. And then sometimes, you, you know, just being 100% honest with you, there's maybe many times where, where I think about it and I say, you know, well, that is this even worth it. I know that I love this. I know that people, it fuels me when, when I'm at those events because I see what someone will send me a message afterwards or tell me right in person, you don't understand what this is doing for me, like how much is, is helping me. And that's kind of like the reward. But at the same time, listen, like we all, I I went to college. I graduated from college. I built a career. I'm a um, I'm a senior claims adjuster. I handle um workers' comp claims. So even if I looked at how much I'm making a day on, uh during my pro- my my career, to what I make hourly <laughs> in my events, man, it's not even cool, man. It's like, wait, you know, I'm if I'm taking time away from, you know, my kids, you know, they've been around all this stuff. They're basically growing up on, in this business, and it's awesome to see like my kids now on their own. They're getting into fitness on their on their own. And my kids, they all did all the Spartan kids races. My my oldest actually did a sprint and then did a super by 12 when he was 12. So they they are around a lot of the stuff, but many of these these events have have men that we took them on the road with me and not just me, but my coaches and sometimes their kids. We waking them up at four in the morning to get to the lakes or whatever we're doing the events, and and it's definitely a big sacrifice. So. You know, hopefully we'll see uh, from things that like what you guys are doing over there where we get more awareness of like, you know, for people to realize, look, like it is good for the, for the, if you enjoy the things that are out there where there's, like I said, trail racing, there's big tra- trail racing series too. There's obviously with through Ironman, you know, there's even a possibility that I might get my hands on um, and take over a triathlon locally. So I'm always trying to look at things, but at the same time, I'm I'm looking at it as, uh, you know, also financially you have to consider it whether, look, I'm not going to get my hands on something else where I'm going to be losing money because I still got to take care of my family. So, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't um, agree more with you as far as, um, you know, the importance of, of supporting, you know, local events. And so, and, and that goes back to, like, hopefully I, I really, you know, I'm glad that you called and we're talking right now. 
because for sure Seattle, it was awesome, and the times that we've been out there, you know, I met some of the most, and I still keep in contact with everyone, uh, whether it's, you know, through Facebook here and there, talking to Adam the other day. It, it'd be awesome to go back, man. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it does get get tough when it comes to, um, like you said, a lot of the other local race directors and, and events, just sometimes trying to break even, man. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And, and you know, you're talking to Adam, and uh, and our group is, has kind of partnered up with a, a local farm that has just an awesome facility. And uh, it's just a couple hours outside of downtown Seattle, so it's not, not too far off the beaten path. So, I mean, that might be something where you talk to Adam about maybe coming up and hosting something with their property because that's been, uh, they've been a really good uh, partner for us. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome, man. And uh, like any, so with me, it has never been. So, for example, I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, but, um, you know, Coach Payne, he's in Arizona. Coach Payne, um, he's, he's basically the, he's, he was doing stuff for Battlefrog. You will see him on the starting line. He's a motivational speaker, man. And he's a, also a coach. He has a gym in Arizona. So when he's mm-hmm. not, um, come to, he's done a, uh, he just, she was just in San Francisco with, and when I bring him on, it's like, this is my thing. It's like, okay, Machete Manis. But when he comes in, I'll wear his gear and he'll wear some of my stuff, but I always try to keep his, his, his own brand visible. You get me? So even, um, like when we're talking about this, it, it can be a co-host thing. We could put an event together. It doesn't have to be just like a Machete Manis thing. You know what I mean? Like, I always tell people, man, it's like that's where the teamwork comes from. Uh, it, you can help each other be successful. You, you get me? There's no ego. There's not none of that, man. There's there's a lot of people that I'm being fortunate to me that I could see from from their heart they're trying to do the right things. But you know, hopefully we, we we're in a situation where when we're doing this event and if we you know going out of our way and so when we went to Seattle. Oh man, like the last time we went, it was for the 12 hour and I don't know why we had the bright idea to, to um, my friend wanted to take his truck. <laughs> he has a, I think it's a, I forgot what kind of truck it is. This is Chevy, but it's lifting and oh my God, I think we had to stop for gas. Like <laughs> every, every so couple hours we had to stop for gas, man. And it's like, just the drive up there, I think it's what, I don't know, it's about 2000 miles, right? How, how far is it? Like, I think that our drive from LA to Seattle is, is long, but yep. A, yeah, man. So just making the trip, you know, taking an extra day out of work, it, it is, it does become like that. So at the very least, you know, you hope that you get the local uh, support from everyone, all you guys out there. And we actually have some people that came up here from down here with us, uh, but make it a successful event. So at the very least, like you said, it's not everything coming out of your pocket to to get there, you know. So yeah, man, we just gotta keep going. That's that's all you can do. Yeah, it's a 1,200-mile drive to L.A. from my house, and uh, it's about 18 <laughs> hours. So if you got to stop every two hours for gas, it may as well be a 24-hour drive, huh? Yeah, man. It, it was, and at some point, uh, we really enjoy, actually, the drive. When, when you're going through Oregon, it's like, but then we couldn't find gas stations sometimes. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> it, it was crazy. But it, it's great memories, man. Uh, that that 12-hour event was cold. For everybody's standards, I don't care if you guys are used to the cold. It was cold. It was a cold night, and and yeah, for sure, man. Like we hope, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll, we'll figure something out one way or the other. 
and and yeah so right now we are working on um we're doing a, our 12 hour up in northern california gilroy uh close to i believe um san jose and it's one of our 12 hour events um and 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 you know this so the thing with those events is like even for us doing the that are you know leading the events it's tough man because you are out there for basically you you start off um anything from 8 p.m., 9 p.m., and we'll go 12 hours, right? So you don't sleep throughout the whole night. But if you think about it, from the moment you got up in the morning, you will be up for 24 hours. And I have my share of long endurance events, including the 60-hour agogi in Vermont. Uh, I was part of that on the second. Um, uh, it was the class of, I think it was his 001, something like that. It was basically the second. It was the winter agogi, and then it was us in the summer. And that was 60 hours. So I have my share of like being out there and uh, I don't know, and they're, they're tough, but they're very enjoyable. I really think those kind of events are, are another type of uh, punishment that we call them, <laughs> punishment. Yep. Uh, but there's a very bonding thing when you're out there in the middle of the night with all a bunch of cool people, man, doing hard stuff. It, it, it's great. So we have that coming up on uh, February the 8th. Uh, and then after that, we do, um, we're going to confirm the date pretty soon, but it should be April 25th. Uh, right here in Lake Paris, and that particular raid, it will be our third year in a row where we have this four-hour multi-lap uh, trail race. It's no, and it's funny because with people, because they know us from from the endurance events and from the obstacles, they'll say, "Oh, it's just running." And my answer is always like, "Oh no, you you'll have one obstacle. You have a mountain." <laughs> and the thing about it is like the trail race. If you if you're giving it like anything else, if you actually you know, give it a, a go and you try, uh, trust me, just running, is, you know, I don't have to tell you, it's, it's tough. So with that particular race, we put a four hour limit and uh, we have an awesome uh, six mile loop with about, what is this, probably close to a thousand feet of gain. So a lot of the people, the top, um, you know, you could run with three people as a team or individuals, but the top people got close to about a marathon and about 4,000 feet of gain. And almost everyone at the very least, they got over at least a half marathon. And that particular race, I get a, a group camp of uh, up to 100 people. And I think at the last race, uh, last year we did have about 130 participants, which was awesome turn turn uh, turn for us as far as the people that showed up and signed up for the event. And it, and it was overall a, um, a, a good race, man. And, but the point with the camping thing is that I know some people – I make it so, you know, even for that day, people don't have to come in and get a hotel for that Friday night. You know, you come in into the to the lake, the campground, and we had a fire and we get to camp together. Part of the building uh, of, of of those friendships that you build, right? In the morning, literally 30 feet away, there's the starting lineup. So, you know, you wake up, awesome venue, and and that's what we're working on. So, so it's, it's more than just like a race, an event. We really always at least my philosophy is trying to make it um, so it's part of a family thing too because I understand too many people when they go and do events, they um, they do um, sometimes, you know, have to compromise and not bring their kids or not bring their partners. But, you know, not everybody in your family is going to be doing races with you, but it's still, that's okay too. But if you have that opportunity where you're provided with a place to camp, and you get to camp and support your family, and they don't have to run; they could just cheer you on. So that's kind of like my idea with this whole with the trail race um, program that we have. 
So we, we're hoping to continue with that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good idea. Um, you know, last year, personally, I tried to, to take my family camping and go perform two races while camping. And because they were camping off site, they didn't, uh, they didn't find as much enjoyment as where um, I plan on a couple of different events. Uh, like your one down there, it's, for yeah, me, yeah. it's going to be a little bit too soon um, because I, I plan a whole year out. So I'm kind of a tough one yeah, to yeah. do this with. But uh, oh, don't worry. You know, a couple of a couple of the events that I'm doing, you know, we're going to go up and stay three or four days, either in our RV or or uh, you know, well, the one that's going to be right on site. Uh, there's two all all of the events that we we're doing out at uh, out at our our new workspace in Randall. We actually have camping on site out there. Um, over in uh, OMAC, there's camping on site at that event in uh, in August. And then everything up at uh, Grit Farm OCR in uh, British Columbia has camping on site. And I've got a 30-foot trailer that makes really good. And I think having it on site, like what you're doing, that'll make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Because, you, you know, if they're staying in a hotel or they're camping off site, it's not nearly as much fun as when they're just right there at the start no. or the finish line. And you know, they can be sitting there in, in the trailer and watching you run and seeing you finish. And, be a lot more fun so that's really cool yeah and and and, that, and again that that's um uh you know we we now in new decade with 2020 and then um this is a time where you know you always get everyone and you know there's so many memes out there about new year resolutions about new me stuff but truly is that um you know when you hear from people that say oh you know i really want to make a change and want to do this and that and and just like with the events, some people say, oh, I always want to do your events, but I don't feel like I'm ready. And and I would just use this time right now to to tell everyone out there that it's like one thing is that we keep learning, we keep evolving. And, and it's good to, you know, whether it's a podcast and, and it's, it's awesome, man, because many times, you know, you're stuck in traffic and it's a great time to listen to, especially when the, you could get something out of it. And that's what I've done a lot of uh, over the last couple of years, that not just the fitness, but the mental aspect of it, um, I'm really open to to listening to things, to reading audiobooks, and just was like the last two months, I've been getting up every morning at 4:30 in the morning, and for some that's just like whatever, like I'll, I'll always get up at that time, right? But for me, believe me, not a morning person, man. Like if, I mean, during race week and my events, yeah, for sure, I, I don't even sleep, man. <laughs> but on a on a daily, if I, I'll push the alarm as far as I could. You know, I always been very punctual, but so what it's been doing is like I started reading a particular audiobook, and um, his name is Jacko. He's a uh, uh, Navy SEAL, and he, he has a funny. Um, I, I was just going to suggest: Have you started listening to Jocko Wilnick and uh, Leif Babbitt? Yeah, that's and him, their, man. Their series on <laughs> on podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that's that. him. Who I just it, it, and it's not like a like a new concept to say, oh, get up at 4.30, get up at 5.00. But I, I've been all year. I started last year in February swimming because that was the area where I I had to make sure because you could drown, right, <laughs> at a, a triathlon. So I started swimming in February. It was freaking cold, man. Even with the weather, it still sucked, man. So I started doing that. And then, yeah, I did my first triathlon in April. And then I already signed up for a half Ironman before I even did my first triathlon in Arizona in October. So did both of those things successfully, but so all year I've been in, 
I lost, I dropped this year. And, and that's all the thing that, you know, we all, many of us have up and downs. Like even after I had lost initially those 60 pounds, man, I gained weight after. And it's not so much because of, I was not eating well no more or nothing. But one thing that came out of all this 100 plus pound races and trail races and all kinds of madness stuff is that my body is used to now a, a big intake uh, as far as like a lot put of exercising. So when I don't do it, I have to do the fitness and I have to do the eating. Otherwise, I gain weight easy. So that happened to me the year before. So this year with all the triathlon stuff, I, I dropped now 26 pounds. So I didn't really have, like I didn't need an extra push or nothing, but um, that came across that like, maybe he was on the Joe Logan's uh, podcast. That's where I saw Jacko. And, and then I checked out his Instagram and I had never seen him. And then I saw his thing and I just like, the hell like it was all these pictures about 430 435 420 and then i i got his book you know um extreme uh ownership got his book started listening to it and i just said i'm gonna get up at 430 and now i'm into like two months and it's the craziest thing man so i never also been much of a gym uh going to the gym person right but now i'm getting like running on the treadmill or swimming every morning i do one or the other and uh, going out, I got to be at the office by 6.30, so LA Fitness, the gym that I go to, I ended up getting one, uh, that particular gym because it's five minutes from the office. So I'm at work on time, and by then, i already been up for two hours. I already got my workout out of the way. And one thing that I heard, I don't know if it was from that book that I heard it, but I've seen it somewhere, but it was it had to do with, like, motivation, right, and discipline. And I, and I shared this in a couple of my videos or or uh, um, Instagram stories, but I said that it's so true, and I, I just not discovered, like I discovered something that nobody knows, but it's like, all right, motivation. Motivation is truly a state of mind. It's a feeling of motivation, right? That's when you do things. And I got to tell you, when you're motivated, you could do anything. And it's not that hard to do because you're motivated, obviously. But the key to have long-lasting and, and to always, even when you have setbacks, to get back on it is when you build the discipline, right? So, yep. Do I feel motivated every morning? Hell no, man. There's so many times that I'm just, I'm going to move forward. So what I've done, um, and some people might get bored with it or think it's dumb or whatever, but as soon as I wake up at uh, 4.30, when my alarm goes off, I turn on my phone and click on that story thing, and I put the little story with the time. And it's kind of like, it's not for anybody else, really. It's for myself because I know who I am, and I know that if I say something, I'm going to do it. So I put it out there, and... Trust me that if I put that in there, I'm not going to go back to sleep and just call it off. <laughs> I'm going to get up and do it. And and some people started sending me their own Instagram stories with their time getting up. <laughs> so it's like a trickle effect. And that's my message to people out there, whether it's like no matter whether you want to get into, you know, uh, trail running, uh, triathlon, OCR, anything, do, do any event that you want to do. If you just want to get in better health, you just can't be waiting for the day that you're going to be so motivated to do it. You just got to decide, you know, most people will already say, oh, I'm going to start Monday. Oh, I'm going to start after the new year. And it's always that. And we all fall into that. Like, we all done it. Like, but my message to everyone will be that, that it's like, you, you, you just got to do things, man. Just like, give, let's give a Nike a promo, right? Like, just do it, man. Like, you know, you could talk about it, but, Find something that will hold you accountable to yourself, not just to others, right? And and it's been good, man. Uh, it, it's never um, 
you know, every one of those things where you reach a level and you're like, well, oh, I've done this, I've done that. Like I said, this Saturday I'm doing a 50-miler or I'm attempting to do a 50-miler. I was not training for it, but I figure, you know, I'm in good shape. Uh, I've started running more uh, towards the end of the, after my Ironman. Um, and one of the guys on my team, Franco, he signed up for it. And he kept bugging me. He didn't bug me that much, maybe two days. And, and I signed up for it. <laughs> so we'll be in Catalina uh, trying to do 50 miles, which is going to be horrible. <laughs> 50 miles, man. So that doesn't sound good, but I, I, I think we got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because the, the thing from the book is discipline equals freedom. And, and he talks you about, go. you know, it can be freedom because you're a warrior defending the planet. It can be freedom from debt. It can be freedom from weight. It's, it's your discipline and your functional following of this discipline as a daily part of your routine will free you from whatever it is. Um, I'm currently starting into his second book, Dichotomy of Leadership. Um, last mm-hmm. year, my company that I work for, for my day job, actually um, contracted with Echelon Front, which is uh, Jocko and Leif's uh, motivational speaking and program. And they came out and gave us a couple of you know, two days of, of seminars and events and working with us. And they're actually bringing them out mm-hmm. in, in two weeks. And uh, in two weeks, I'll be in Dallas. And again, you know, it'll be uh, a member of Echelon Front you know, out there working with us and helping us work on our personal motivation. And, uh, you know, the hashtag is up before Jocko. Um, his whole oh, team at Echelon <laughs> Front, his whole team at Echelon Front, every morning, they always put on their, on their Twitters or on their Instagram, it's uh, hashtag up before Jocko. And actually, I just texted you that because that's using it, but but I might have to start doing that and getting up before him. <laughs> yep. that's crazy, man. Um, and, and and that that shows you again, you know, whether no matter what part, what group you're talking about, or whether it's spawn race, tough mother, the OCR, us, anybody, yourself, myself, it's like the cool thing about you know. The internet, social media is that it can be a, a big motivation for others, you know. And, and like I said, even um, um, when I stumble upon his um, his his book and, and him, I was good, man. I was like, like I said, I was in the best shape that I've been in a very long time. And not just like before when I was really in good shape and I was doing just spawn races, but this time I got the swimming, the biking. So I was, I feel like I'm in more of overall better health and shape. So I didn't feel like I needed an extra push. But when I stumble upon his thing, I I feel like, man, sometimes at the end of the day, you don't feel like working out. So like I said, it's not like a discovery, like a big secret. But for me, I just never thought that was for me, man. I'm going to the gym in the morning and doing what I'm doing. But I started doing it and I'm sticking to it. Like, I mean, one of those things, I, even now, I'm already getting sleepy, <laughs> but um, it goes with it. As long as you, you know, you try to get those hours, actually, you need a rest, you're good. It's not a big deal. You put your alarm and you just do it. So, yeah, man, I, like I said, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't sure um, uh, what what to expect as far as, like, the podcast. Because, like I said, I know that we, we chatted with the group and your podcast um, a couple years ago. So, I was like, eh, sometimes I feel like everybody already heard what I said before, but it's like, it's always evolving, and, and there's probably, again, once again, even if it's just one person that, that can hear and relate to to at least my story, and then not even go too deep into it, but as far as, you know, 
the challenges of life, whether it's um, a loss of a job, um, you know, a divorce, whatever the situation is, just know. And I tell my kids this all the time that it's like you're going to be in life confronted and you're going to face many challenges, but the key is how you react to them, right? Is is you could either, like, I, at one point, you know, I even told my son today, we actually had that conversation, and I, and I told him, you know, during the time where, we, where you know, we, we I split with him, with his mom, and things went the other way, and I told him, yeah, I was, I hit pretty much rock bottom in many levels, and it's just like one of those things, that, like I said, the perfect storm, whether it's loss of a job or, or a divorce that hits you all at once, and you find yourself a little bit like a victim, right? You find yourself kind of like, why me, why that? And I told my kid, I was like, yeah, look, it's fine to feel we're all humans that we're going to go through those those things, troubles and tribulations in life, but it's how you, you know, how long you stay down, whether you get up and, and you, you get shit done, man, you just do it. And I told him, you know, I, I couldn't allow myself to stay down for too long and not be the role model and, and, and that I'm supposed to be for my boys. You know, I have a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old, and I always tell them, coming from the book, it's extreme ownership and all that, I tell them in some levels, it will be my fault if you guys grow up, if you don't get the message or you guys grow, grow up as, as young men to be either lazy or, or just not good stand-up men, right? In some levels, it will be my fault. So I, I tell them, you know, listen to what I'm telling you, learn on your own. But again, when you hit those 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 challenges in life, you will have those choices, whether you feel bad for yourself or you stand up and you take it on the chin and you you keep fighting forward. And that's, um, that's again, I appreciate, you know, getting back on the show and sharing a little bit of, about, you know, Machete Madness and even our relationship with you guys and just um, all the local uh, races and, and just bringing more awareness to supporting those, you know. Yeah, the, the local awareness has definitely been a big thing. Um, we didn't do it last year. And uh, and I think this year with some of the, the changes to the way we're doing the, the team leadership and stuff, uh, the way we did the directors a little bit different and stuff, I think we'll get a little bit better results, hopefully driving more people out to the local races. Um, just real quick, let's go ahead and recap. Uh, February 8th, you have uh, your race in Gilroy, California. Um, it's a 12-hour 12-hour endurance event, um, and you said it's a team-based endurance event where your goal is to get everybody to finish, right? Yeah, that that that's the one. That's the the main goal. And then when when even when we mention it's a team concept, people is like, oh, I need to bring a team. I'm like, no, we are a team, <laughs> including us. So we we go through a lot of stuff. And and one thing with those endurance events is that. We, I personally went and did. Um, at one point, I, I, you know, I was actually the first one officially when they brought in all the the Delta and all that stuff. I was the first one to complete the endurance side of the of the of the Delta, the, the like at the trifecta, but for endurance. So I put myself through everything. Uh, you know, whether it's the regular hurricane heat, the 12 hour. I went and did the ultra beats, the gogi. So anything that we have people do, trust me that I don't make people. We don't make people do or go through stuff that we never done. I always tell people, if, if you think 12 hours a lot, if you know me and my background, I had to make sure I went out there and, and uh, suffered for 60 hours to, to ensure that, that you lead by example. So, yeah, that, that's basically a team concept, and that's the goal. So that's the February 8th one. 
Okay. And uh, and they can find that at Machete Madness. So what's the website again? Yeah, it's, it's very simple, Machete Madness. And Machete is just, which is what, it, what it sounds like, M-A-C-H-E-T-E, Machete Madness, and .com, and you'll find us. Same thing for uh, Instagram, Facebook, everything is pretty simple, Machete Madness. Um, and yeah, so for we put our events on the, on the website, and right now we just have the the Gilroy event, and then after that, as soon as um you know we get the actual permits and everything for the trail race, um, we're working on that next, and that will you know uh, should be April 25th, and but as soon as registration is open, we'll throw it on the website too. Um, and then send me over a, a text to let me know that it's open, and uh, and I'll repost it with uh, the BeastNet podcast also to make sure people know that the event is open for registration for the next oh, one also. And, and, and again, I uh, truly appreciate the support, man. Yeah, I mean, and when I go to California to do a race, I want there to be a race there. And, uh, you know, you guys, especially down there, you have a lot of competition with – with Tough Mudder and Cool Events and Spartan and almost 52 weeks out of the year, they're taking up the event space that you <laughs> you are trying to reserve for your event. So, I mean, yeah, I, I understand. Man, it, and... it, it, people, uh, yeah, sometimes like, we'll put our events or even sometimes I, I kind of try to get a little feedback from people because it's like some I, sometimes after I put up an event, people will, will reply to the post and it will say, oh, man, why didn't you do it, do it this weekend? And it's like, seriously, like I go down the list and I have a, a, a pass for this year for Spartan Race too, so I'll be doing a lot of the races. But the thing about it, yeah, it's kind of crazy sometimes to just find an open day where it doesn't conflict. And again, now when I'm getting into the trail race, there's a lot of uh, uh, ultra runs in South Cal too. That so now I'm not just dealing with like the the top mile, the Spartan race as far as like open dates, but now you're dealing with other uh, trail races that are are pretty much pulling a lot of people that will do my race. So it, it, it is tough, man. But but like I said, I I, I believe and and I even told my kids even even after my I'm gone, like you know the whole thing when you look at it when you say like Machete Madness is like. Is what it really stood for, what, like how many people that it really helped, you know, where it was basically a vehicle for them to find, um, you know, all the group of people that are that, that helped them get motivated to help them, you know, get better. And I tell them, if you if you guys, you don't have to obviously do everything I do exactly, but that that name I will hope like that you guys and they love that stuff. They they're very proud of everything with my my kids. So again, it's, it's it's like we we can all leave some sort of legacy, and hopefully it's a positive one. So so yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Like I said, I mean, there's a lot of things going out there, but hopefully, uh, what I was telling some of my coaches recently, I was telling them, you know what, you you gotta continue, you gotta put put that hard work into your your events, your things, so so eventually it becomes uh, somebody has to make the choice. So you see, oh. Damn, there's a super this this uh this weekend, but then there's much at the trail madness. So make it good enough and make it uh, where people can make that choice and they could go freely wherever they want to go. But that's the, essentially you can't do your thing, worrying about everybody else and what they're doing. You just got to do your own thing and 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 yeah, you don't. You should typically I try not to conflict with other races, but sometimes it's just nearly impossible. So. So you just got to, again, those are challenges that you just deal with them. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, 
And and you're right, dealing with trying to schedule around other people. Uh, last year, or actually this year, I guess, you know, two of the races that I'm signed up for, Spartan changed the dates twice. So, I mean, if you're uh-huh. trying to schedule around them, that makes it even worse. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, you know, and, and tonight, you know, I really appreciate you coming on. Like I said, it's been two years since we had you on the show. And and with our focus on the race local, and we actually have uh, a second part where um, Beasts for a Cause is what we call it. And that's where we mm-hmm. actually encourage the beasts to you know, make donations to homeless shelters, do a polar plunge. And well, again, vol- volunteer to support non-national races. Because without volunteers, a lot of these races, I mean wouldn't go anywhere and that's where we're trying to get oh, yeah. uh, the beasts out to help volunteer too so um i'll, I'll send that's you the info man. on on beasts for a cause okay. and then beasts for uh beast race local so you can uh, look them over and maybe mention it to your guys down there too um 100%. So we've been talking for, for quite a while and honestly i think you and i could probably go for another eight or ten hours but uh <laughs> 100%, but we'll save that man. For, We'll save that for in person when I get down there or when you get up here um, for one of our events or we get down there for one of yours. Um, is there anything yeah, no, that'd be great, man. Is there anything you'd like to say to the to the listeners as just kind of a closing? This is why you should come out and do my race or you just do these things to make your life better or anything you want to say? Oh, for sure, man. Um, and once again, we, with us, as far as my, what Machete Man stands for, and what it is is it's just to to empower others, empower others to believe, and that's always my message to people. Don't be afraid. Sometimes you look some of our videos from some of our endurance events, and sometimes they do come across a little intimidating. It looks really hard, but that's not really the intention. It is really again, it goes back to empowering others to believe. Because I believe in everybody that messages me in private and says, "Hey, I'm not sure." I, I don't just be as and like, oh, just so I know. No, I, I believe because most of these people you do see what what they've been doing, and you kind of get to know a lot of them, right? And but my thing is always, even people that have all their challenges like disabilities, physical limitations, it's no limit. They still do it, you know. So so my thing is, is it goes back to that, you know. Our events is all about empowering others and having fun at the same time. So if, if, you, if you want that, if you need a little extra push and you want to be part of a great community, just, you know, sign up. And then, like I always say, the rest is history, man. That's awesome, man. Um, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. And uh, I hope to get some beasts down for the February event. And I know for sure we'll get some down there for the for the April event. And maybe we'll see you up here. You know, like you said, you got a Spartan season pass. You know, we got four races for yep. Spartan up here in Seattle, so maybe you can fit that into your schedule. We might, might just gonna have to do that, man. But yeah, yeah. Again, thank you so much. You know, you guys are truly appreciate all of you guys out there. Many, many of them. I could sit here and say by name, but I don't want to leave anyone out. But definitely looking forward to catching up with all of you guys again soon. Awesome. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. 
You'll be glad you did. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastsOCR.org.